Good afternoon. It is January 30th, 2023. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Levinos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? Just like that, there's only one football game left in the season. It will be the Super Bowl. It will be the Eagles. It will be the Chiefs. We had one blowout yesterday, and we had one competitive game, so kind of a kind of a toss-up there. But I did not expect to be Googling Josh Johnson as much as I have in the past 24 hours. How insane. All of these games, all of the effort, all of the practice, all the training, all the off-season moves, all the mid-season moves, all of the coaching adjustments, everything thrown into all that, and it all gets thrown out the window the second you run out of quarterbacks on your roster. Because it wasn't just that a guy came in that you hadn't heard of. It was a guy that came in and you hadn't heard of, also got hurt, ends up being gone for the game, and you are now without a quarterback. The most important position in all of sports. I think it's the hardest one to find. I think it's the hardest one to replace, especially on the fly, especially at this point of level of competition. I mean, the team they're playing against, I don't even know how good the Eagles are. I've said that all year. I was like, oh, I can't wait for the playoffs. We get a real good judgment on the Eagles. Well, based on last week in this past game, I have no idea how good they are. I don't even know if Jalen Hurts is even healthy. I think they're kind of skating by right now. But I guess let's start with with the, the quarterback situation. I mean, I've never seen a situation like this where both quarterbacks go down. And the crazy part is that's not even the first time this year. I mean, they got to Brock Purdy. He's a third-string guy to begin with. What what an insane game and an insane outcome. I actually give the Niners a ton of credit for the way they did coach. I think, I mean, it's, it's easy to be critical now. It's like, oh, you should have let McCaffrey throw more. It's like, well, they didn't exactly practice that. You know, that, was, that wasn't part of the plan. I, I don't know how they, they pulled it all off. I don't think it was entirely fair, but I mean, do you think the better team won? I, I'll, I'll ask you that. That's that's the thing I ask after every college matchup. But what about professionals here? Did the better team win? I think the the better team won. I, I thought the Eagles were better. I had said that. Uh, I think if they had a legitimate quarterback, that would have been different. But even having Purdy, it's like he he'd been doing some good things. But he was drafted last in the in, in the draft for a reason. So coming in, I'd already said you know last week Eagles were the were the favorite. I thought that they, you know, it was gonna gonna be over, but it really just like you were saying, like how good are they for for real? They've had two blowout victories, and this one, you're going against a uh, joke like the backups, backups, backup, <laughs> a guy that has been, uh, I think it was something like 14 teams. This is like his fourth uh, time with the, the the 49ers, as well as he played in the. Uh, one of those leagues that like folded immediately, the uh, Alliance of American Football, and played in the XFL. So he's played in different leagues, and all of a sudden he's got to go out there with, and you know the name, Josh Johnson. It seems like you know when you you can't remember a guy's name, like uh, who was that? It was the uh, Josh uh, Johnson. That's the one. So as soon as that happened, it's like you you need you need a miracle. Anytime you're seeing on a, on a broadcast, they're coming up with. Uh, your star running back is going to be the emergency quarterback. Just y- y- your toast. The this this is a real game. In, in all of these games, it felt like a, both teams had a really rough closing of the first half, and the outcome of that changed everything. This this ended up this could have easily been a game. They would have been better off almost taking a knee at the end of the half here. Instead, they end up giving up so many additional points. I'm just, just gonna, hurry. I'm just going to read off like some stats here. I mean, I didn't think anybody had a, that great of a game for Philly. I, I still want to give the Niners defense some credit. I mean, Hertz is 
15 for 25 for 121 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, no turnovers. So that that's great. But I mean, all right, this does that sound like a Super Bowl like bound stat line right there? It, you know, Gainwell had 14 carries for 48 yards, zero touchdowns. Sanders goes for 11 carries, 42 yards, two touchdowns. Boston Scott, good old reliable here, six carries for 21 yards, one touchdown. None of those are like wow, like that guy had a game or they just couldn't figure that out. I. I, I just think this this totally should have been a game, and this was a game. This was the worst outcome possible for the Niners. I can't imagine anything else going more wrong for them. Between Bosa coming on and off this game, and getting off the sideline, and all that, just all everything, complete disaster. There, I still well, think plus that, that complete missed call uh, on on the Eagles. Uh, Devontae Smith, uh, amazing, getting the handout to pull in the catch, but then you know on the replay, very clear that he he didn't catch it. And the 49ers weren't quick enough to, to challenge it. And, the, you know, the referees missed it. How How is that happening? Like, who, who do you blame for that? I blame the 49ers coaching staff because if, if you look at it from one angle, one of, like, the main camera angles, it is tough to see. So you have to go to, I don't know, it's like the third or fourth where you can see clearly that, that he got rid of it. But he hopped up and immediately was doing this, like, hand motion together, which, you know, I'm, I'm not some sort of code-breaking expert, but it pretty much looked like, hey, I didn't actually catch this. We got to spike, or, you know, we got to get get play as quick as possible before they can challenge it. And I would just think, on the other team, you would notice that. I'm saying, hey, if the guy that would know the best whether he caught it or not is saying we should run a play, maybe you challenge it. Well, how about we review just regular football 101 right now do you you get so you get a challenge per half right and the, the consequences if you don't win the challenge you lose a timeout so the, losing the timeout I think is way more critical in the second half than it is in the first half that being said it may be way more important to review a play in the second half than it will be in the first half I'm all right being a little aggressive with it in the first half but I think in the second half you have to consider is there going to be a potential play later in the game that'll be more critical than this right now like there was a point in I can't remember which one of these games I think they challenged a spot of the ball on a on a third and one or it was a fourth and one and it turns out that the guy reached and he actually got the first down I was like awesome that's a great first down but there goes your challenge like like you won you got the correction of all this but was that the most power powerful way to use that challenge and is it always worth the risk like what do you think do you think do you think you could adjust well, the call? I think calls, on, on that it? specific one, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, that was fourth down. So if you challenge it and it's successful, that erases all of the points. It's not like it's third down. All right, it's an incomplete pass. They're still going to get three out of it. It's no, you're getting the ball, and just the the, the momentum all it just goes right right to you. So I, I think there it just kind of doubles down on the this. I, I, and I I agree with all, all the things that you're saying. I think it. I don't know why, for some reason, I just can line it up more in basketball with the challenge of, well, don't just challenge it just because you think you're going to be right. Like, you want to be right, and you want it to be the highest leverage play, like, you know, on, on a charge. So rather that, you know, it takes two points away from them, and what would have been a free throw, and now it's your ball, uh, and they have a foul, it's just like you could get so many things in your favor. So making sure you're challenging at the right time is just as crucial. I don't know what the, the – there needs to be a tier of – like importance of, of plays that are like, like you gotta be at least a level five importance for me to use the challenge early in the third quarter. Like for me, like you have to be a huge impact in game changing. play. I think that might've been the reason why they didn't do it is because it was the first drive of the, of the game. 
it was early in the first quarter. So exactly what we're talking about saying, hey, is this the most important time to be using a challenge? All right. But the other thing that you don't have to challenge and that they have done a very, very good job is so under two minutes, there's automatic review and then every scoring play automatic review. Right. Well, what happened on this first play? Was that not a scoring play? No. Okay, so that's why I didn't get reviewed. No, they it was a it was a long like it was fourth and three. They got twenty, twenty five yards, but he was uh by the sideline. I think that got him like within the ten and then they scored pretty quickly after that. But no, that wasn't a scoring to, to get reviewed. All right. So it worked out in their favor. Okay. So is it is this the best we can do? Like are we happy with this? I, everyone's complaining about all of the officiating today, and I'll agree there are some little bit more unique circumstances that could be some suspect calls, but overall I think the system that we have established right now is is it still a roll of the dice, and that's that's a good way to have it. Is you, there has to be strategy in these challenges and the things you can adjust and the things you could change. I don't want to just give unlimited challenges. That's that's not the point. This is a game of monopoly within a game here that that's fine to have, and the outcome doesn't always work out for you, and it isn't always the most fair. But it does at least give you the power to make certain plays more fair to your advantage and other ones not to. So I, I just it's fine. I think it's okay. I mean, the other game, we could talk a hell of a lot more. I mean, penalties alone destroyed the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they had nine they had nine penalties for 71 yards. It's not like anything astronomical, but I think if you were to go back and look at all the penalties, how many of them were on third down? Like, it felt like every third down was like, oh, my God, they got the stop, and then here comes the flag. And it, and it was always some sort of boneheaded thing or some sort of preventable thing. I don't know if that's coaching. I don't know if that's over-aggression or if that's just the referee's making calls I, I i'm not i'm not the perfect person to be you know rating all the officials i I've, I've never done anything like that i i don't think that's something fair to say right now but you know the late hit i think that's the big hit right now that everyone's you know reviewing but i mean at the end of the day did, does he hit the guy when he's out of bounds it's like yeah he, he did and it sucks and it was awful and i'd like to think in a perfect world that maybe bucker still makes a 60 yarder and it, it doesn't matter anyways like he still was gonna get it but Man, that, that's that's one of those plays where I don't know what you're supposed to do, but I do know that we have played an entire season, multiple seasons, every game this year, not allowing the late hit and really being conscious of it. And, and I, I think it's something that I don't even feel sympathy for the guy. I think it's a rule that everyone else has been trying to play by, and you should have been able to play, play by those same rules for like 10 more seconds, man. And then who knows? Who knows what happens in overtime? The other thing, we, we got totally cheated on this overtime thing, right? We get the new rules. We have two potential high-scoring offenses that are kind of not scoring a whole lot of offense. And I feel like in overtime, it just would have blown off the top. Like, everything would have just suddenly started working. And I, I feel cheated for that. If anything, that's what I'm most mad about. But we don't necessarily have a whole lot of rooting interest in this. But, I mean, what, did, what were your thoughts on the call? I mean, that, that's the right call, right? Like, it sucks. But what, what are you supposed to do here? He hit him late. I don't think he like absolutely destroyed him, but it was you could tell that Mahomes was headed out of bounds. He had to get out of bounds for for the timing. There was not going to be any sort of you know juke and then go back in bounds. And when he did hit him, like I said, I don't think he hit him like incredibly hard, but he had at least one foot out of bounds. It wasn't a ah no. When he started the contact, he was in bounds. Like nope, he was already out of bounds. And they were both running pretty fast. So I think part of it too was the way Mahomes fell. The, there's, there's no way you you could you could not make that call. You, you had to make it. And even once he made it, or once that call was made and then they're setting up for the field goal, I didn't feel like 100% this was over. Bucker has like had some struggles this year. So I think it was a huge uh, field goal for him. 
it felt like there was no way the Niners were going to give up 15 yards unless that happened, though. It just felt that way for me at the time. It, the defense seemed locked in. It seems like they were struggling. I mean, the other thing that's you need to factor what was there? in. What was there eight, eight seconds left? It's pr- roughly around 10, something like that. I, it was 10. Okay, so he might have got one more play in. What's worth pointing out, I mean, yeah, he might have been able to get like five more yards on an out, and then maybe it's a 55-yarder. But I'm, he kicked a 45. They they tagged on 15. I'm just doing some, – so it's a 60 roughly field goal, something like that. But the other thing that's worth pointing out on that last play is Mahomes runs on that last play. I, he did not run that whole game. But he runs on that last play, and he's on a gingered angle. He, you can see he's been bothered by it all all game. It's, he's throwing it off balance. I think he, he fumbles the ball at one point because he can't – like you lose mobility when your, your ankle's taped like that. I don't know if you've ever worn like a walking boot, which is basically what he's playing in. It's hard to just stop on a dime, and it's hard to just do regular athletic things. It's like you're, you have one hand almost tied behind your back. It's, it's just a challenge. But that was the last play that he actually runs on, and that just makes me think that the, he was just going to struggle every other game on there because that was the last resort. He was willing to do it for that last play. But I, I'm telling you, that ankle after he ran and took that hit, which is even more reasons to not hit him because he's running slower than he normally does, which is, I think, why he got hit so hard. Well, you're, wrong. you're actually you're incorrect there. It, it, anecdotally, it would make sense that, hey, he's got a bad ankle, but I saw one of the next-gen stats. That run was his fastest run of the entire year. No. That was the adrenaline. This needs to happen. I need to get this first down to keep this season alive. I'm going to do it and uh, dug down deep somewhere. Yeah, it's the fastest run of his uh, uh, of the of the season. All right. Well, that's that's I, I could be wrong about that. I was right about one thing, though. He was a hell of a pocket passer this game. The craziest thing I saw, and he actually got this one called back. He's falling down to his left, and he switches hands to do a pitch pass. Who's who's teaching these guys to do this? This is just such like this is dangerous vulnerability. Take care of the damn ball, and he's just flicking it out there like no problem. I I mean, shout out to the talent level on him, but man, just just on thin ice for me. Just so many chances. So many flips. They would they run some crazy hook and ladder one time. Like Kelsey just just laterals this ball like fifteen yards to the sideline. Like what are they doing? Like how? This is a playoff game. This isn't like week three anymore. <laughs> I can't believe the comfort level the Chiefs had for some of these play calls. Uh, overall, though, I and this is what this is what burns them sometimes. Is it's like it's almost too easy for them. So just doing the methodical. Hey, we're gonna get six yards of play, and it doesn't look that fancy, but we're just gonna do it. We're gonna grind, and we're gonna win. To Eh, it, no, we're kind of bored. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a lateral. Like, why? Why? <laughs> oh no, you don't want to just do the check down. You're just gonna throw it and see if you can like throw it with your wrong hand in between traffic. So I mean, it worked out for him, but I, I feel like it just sometimes that could be their 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 downfall is just trying to get too cute. Well, I, I know some downfall for Cincinnati, man. A lot of chatty faces, a lot of chat comments, a lot of attention. People unrelated, not on the team, talking smack for no good reason. I'm talking big name. We got a mayor. We got all, all sorts of things that just didn't need to be said, that didn't need to be mentioned. You could have just kept it in your back pocket, the Burrowhead Stadium, all of that stuff. You, you could have just kept riding on that, and it would have been fine. I think this this is clearly a talented team. You're ridiculous to think that you shouldn't have respect for them and all that. That being said, I'm always trying to push a good rivalry, and I think we have it now. Man, there's some salty trash talking going on, and I don't blame Kelsey for unleashing all of it at the end of the game. It was a little not my cup of tea to hear, but did he have the right to do it? I think so. I think so, right? Like, is that fair to say? 
When when you win, you, you get to do whatever you want. All right, that that's that's a good rule, good rule of thumb there. But I mean, is this is this a legit rivalry here, or is this just a whole bunch of guys not even on the team talking smack? Oh, I, th- I think it's, I think it's a rivalry. Burrow's gone uh, in, in one three in a row, so you know if, if he had won again, now it's four. You know, it really turns into the hey, this is uh, more than a trend. <laughs> this just keeps happening. But now that you know Mahomes is uh, even, you know, not exactly even things up, but it said hey, you know. And ah uh, man, you know the, the the Bengals are coming in real hot with that, uh, you know, oh, Arrowhead. Oh no, we're we're not scared of that at all. Calling it Burrowhead, and I think, you know, it definitely rub, rubs people the wrong way. All right, the other thing that rubbed me the wrong way is Buffalo just not good because this Cincinnati O line looked awful this whole game, start to finish. Couldn't figure out anything. They're they're guessing wrong on all of it. The center is constantly lost, not going anywhere. And it's like, yeah, these guys just lost three of their starters for. The whole season, and the last week it somehow worked out, and I was like, oh, well, I guess if they're going to, like, that's the only thing I was worried about. If they could fix that, and it looks like they fixed that against Buffalo, sure, this should be great against Kansas City here. Why not? Let's go. That was a huge issue. That I don't know what the delayed effect on that becoming a more vulnerable problem, but it was like a one-week thing. There was one week of film that was given to them, and Kansas City, I thought, took advantage of that the whole game. But, I mean... Is that is that expected though? These injuries are brutal. Like I started watching these games, wondering, do I even like playoff football? Because I kind of like healthy football more. Like maybe I like Week One, where everybody's good to go, <laughs> and, and, it, and there are no stakes. But at least I get to see some real talent out there. I don't have to see Josh Johnson, no, some like see, made up fake see, name walking that, that, in. That's not how it works though, because Week One everyone's rusty. So you gotta hit the sweet spot between rusty and uh, and hurt. I don't know what it is, but I it was there was a moment to, in this Sunday where I was like, "These are two terrible games. Like this is this is not what we waited all season for." And if you're Philly, I mean, God damn, what a lucky little luck of the draw you got there between having the Giants last week and then the Niners, who you might have still been better than. But I this I got so a pushback there though, saying like you got you get the Giants last week. Two weeks ago, it was Danny Dimes is like turn the corner you. Pay the man $30, $35 million a year. And then the Eagles, I don't think it was a necessarily a Giants thing. It's, no, the, the Eagles took care of business. This week, I, I'd say it's a little different of, you know, the backup quarterback gets hurt, and now you're dealing with a, with, with a journeyman. But I don't think you could just kind of lump both of these together of just saying, ah, well, you were just playing the Giants. Like The Giants made the playoffs, and the week before, Danny Dimes looked amazing. All right, let's talk about the game going forward. We got one one last game here. Anything else you want to talk about the, these two games individually? Otherwise, let's talk Super Bowl. Uh, did Did you see the uh, the Empire State Building situation? No, I, I saw some ridiculous stuff in Philadelphia, which you would think they'd already won the Super Bowl. Like, is it is that a win to just going there? I mean, the, the Patriots went to a lot of those. I don't remember just celebrating going to the Super Bowl. Anyway, Empire State Building. What what are you talking about? uh, So, I don't know why, but after the Eagles won, the Empire State Building, which we're pretty familiar, but that is a uh, you know tallest building or was the tallest building in New York City for a long time. Once again, in New York City, tweeted. Fly, Eagles, fly. We're going green and white in honor of the Eagles' NFC Championship victory. And you can look, and yeah, the Empire State Building is got green and white lights on it. Well, they lose a the bet. building in New York City. 
Yeah, for the two teams that play in New Jersey. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get a. <laughs> it's the New York Jets. It is the New York Giants to play whatever they're playing over there. But a conference or a division rival. Yeah, that, not that's just a... something. I, I don't get this at all. I, I I know in the past some of these other buildings, if there was a, um, you know, if there's a, you know, something something bad that happens, there's some sort of catastrophe. You know, a, a, a hurricane had hit Philadelphia. And then it's, hey, you know what? Some things are bigger than sports. You know, this is what we're going to do. But for a game. Oh, yeah, I got, I got an example. You, you were New just, Orleans. New you were Orleans. Just, like that one. That's yeah. a good one. That was the, the Katrina yeah, thing exactly. happened. Drew Brees wins. That, that was a good one. I think, I think everyone was kind of on board with that one. But anything else beyond that, it just seems like this, this, is, this is not acceptable. This, and, is, this is not the fandom I, I want to produce in New York. This is not the fandom I want to promote. This is bad. <laughs> but I could see. You know, people not sports related going like, what? What do, what do you mean? Like, what, how is this a big deal? Like, these are these are lights. What does it matter? I would be absolutely livid if Boston lit up something in in the city for uh, Lakers yellow and and purple because they won their like their conference championship. Like, why? Why are we involved with this at all? This is not our team. This is not our city. Like I said, there's no sort of. Uh, larger event going on you know some sort of catastrophe that you know needs to you know be acknowledged so i i can i can easily see why people in new york are uh, a little, little little peeved off by that all right let me ask you this it's it's still not okay but it's a little little bit better but if they just don't announce it and the colors are just there like there isn't a tweet saying this is for this i'm still not all right with it but the tweet is directly acknowledging it like this could have been spun off in they any other the direction. They put the fight song. They put "Fly oh Eagles God. Fly" like that's the terrible. whole little thing. That's that's yeah. No, I, I'm glad I didn't see Just this. Just why? <laughs> I, I like who who was asking for this? Somebody from Philly. Like how, like how somebody from Philly happen? runs the website, right? Like this has nothing to do. It's nobody in New York okay this. This is somebody in Philly. It has to be. I just don't. I just don't know how. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I'm glad we fit that in. I did not hear about all that. That's that's certainly yeah. additional stuff. All right, so we got two weeks off here. Mahomes, two weeks to recover. I, I anticipate he'll be even healthier. I mean, I don't I have no idea. If he's going to be in the boot again, it's going to be fine. I think he's capable of playing the way he played. It's not the best Mahomes you're going to see, but he is crafty as ever. I, he's going to find a way. I, I think he could play out with one crutch if he had to, <laughs> just just to see what would happen. I think he could, I think he could do it. I got to pick a winner here. I've, I've kind of just downplayed the Eagles. I don't know how good they are, and... The Chiefs, uh, I just don't see Mahomes losing to anybody. So I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs as my pick here. I mean, there's all sorts of things. There's a whole bunch of firsts going on with the Super Bowl here. Why, why don't you tell everybody about that? We got some uh, some family stuff. We've got some uh, quarterback situations. What are all the first things that are happening between the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Eagles? The the first big first uh, that that I saw was that this will be the first time in Super Bowl history. Uh, both starting quarterbacks uh, are, are black. So that's Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. So kind of I was going back and trying to think and just like, really, that that's the case? And then remembered, well, how many times, you know, the past 20 years has been Tom Brady as one of the quarterbacks? So just right off the bat, you just X those all off. So uh, that that's interesting, as well as it's going to be the first time that two brothers will be facing off against each other which I thought that had happened before, but that is not the case. It is uh, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and Eagles center Jason Kelsey. 
also two of the more popular brothers in the league. They they got a podcast. They got both, all sorts of stuff. Like that's, both uh, all pro as well. So not like hey, this guy's kind of on the team. And I mean, I feel like everyone knows Travis Kelsey much much better. But yeah, like well known guys too. Yeah, so that that's cool that that's a first. That that's a weird family dynamic there. I, I'm not rooting for anyone to ever be in that situation. Although I suppose that is like well, the most fair way, right? Like it's they're both got as far as they can, and now only one of them can win. We knew that going in. I, I think uh, I think it was Travis, but it could have been Jason because you know all these headlines saying, "Well, my mom can't lose now." Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. There you go. That's a. Uh, uh, that's cool. That's cool, though. I, and I, I'm glad it's those. I, that's just going to be a little tiresome of a storyline, I think, going on. But it, it's it's a fun story for now. I'm sure I'll be sick of it by the, in two weeks now. Right. Yeah. It, like all the things early on, it's like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And you got, uh, you know, Andy Reid going against his former team that he took to a Super Bowl. And it's, uh, oh, OK, that's kind of a fun fact. And then, you know, the 20th time you've heard it and someone on the street is like, oh, did you know this? Like, yeah, man. I knew this 10 days ago. Well, the problem is, is there's just no football next week. So we have to run with the storyline from last week again yeah. the next week. And that's that's it. And then there's even more media week and all of this. I mean, I'm not going to be interested in this Pro Bowl uh, Olympics or challenges or whatever they're going to end up being. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl first. And then maybe we could dive into, into that. But I mean, who, who you got in this game? I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I I just feel like they're a better team. I think they have a, a more aggressive coach. And I don't think Jalen Hurts is healthy. Like, I think they kind of got away with not really showing a whole lot there last week. And maybe he'll be better in two weeks. And I'll look like an idiot when he's awesome there. But I I think he's going to need the two weeks. I mean, not, not like Mahomes doesn't need it also. But I, I just I feel like they did, we didn't really see any. He didn't prove anything to me last week. So I'm, I'm still up in the air on his health. And, and until they, I guess until they win or they lose, or I hear more stuff about it. I'm not gonna, not gonna adjust off that. So I'll go with the Chiefs. Who you got? I am also going with the Chiefs. It was all fun and games when the the Eagles were going against the Giants, and you know you got to kind of pick the, the the lesser of two evils, and they're going against the California team. But it, it, we we don't want Philly winning any any sort of national, uh, you know, big time championships around here. I, I'd much rather deal with uh, Mahomes and Chiefs fans. Uh, than than deal with the Eagles fans. Yeah, I I, I suppose I want to give Andy Reid a little bit more credit as well. That seems crazy to say, but he's been doing a a lot better. It was always it was not too long ago. It was the joke, you know, terrible at time management. I feel like there hasn't been the you know in the in the game yesterday. Maybe he kind of got bailed out a little bit with the the the, the late hit. But you know, with, even with ten seconds, still could have ran uh, you know another play or you know. Even if they kick a, a super long, you know, you're never going to make this field goal. You're not really giving uh, the, the the Bengals any more time. So I, I feel like it, maybe it hasn't just been not not been talked about too much. But there hasn't been a lot of the like, oh, you know, Andy Reid, you know, really good coach and all this, except like cannot figure out time management. So I, I think it's we all haven't heard it. It's, it's all it's all jokes, and there's probably legitimate cases for for all of those. But how many of those cases? were actually with Patrick Mahomes as well. Like those are some real old stuff with some lot less talented quarterbacks and it, it's just always know. hard to to shake a, something like that once people kind of have it in their head. I uh, I you know what else though? I think for us even as a Patriot fan, it was this guy's really good. What can we use to attack him? Like I let's just watch him have one mistake in the biggest moment possible and then just hold on to that because 99% of the time he's just a really good coach and we're going to make a big deal out of those those couple 1%. Now that for sure, some cases here, but I mean, 
nobody's perfect. I mean, these are all human moments. I mean, we could talk about all the referees right now. I mean, were you were you that upset about the refs this past weekend? Like, do you think they truly cost the games? I mean, these are humans. They're not perfect. I, I try to make a big deal about the reviews and all that because it's like they're not perfect. We've already established a system to recorrect them, but you know, this is just human beings out here. They're not drill sergeants that are perfect every time. So I I, it's, I think it's all it's all totally acceptable, but. Like, I think it helps that I think it helps that my team wasn't playing. So when it goes against you, it's just easy. But I think, just in general with sports, it's it's the one thing that you unites all of us. You can always compare about the officiating. It can be the small thing. It can be a big thing. We've seen bigger issues, and if if it goes against your team, you're gonna you're gonna be furious. And when it doesn't, you're gonna say, eh, well, what's what's the big deal? So. I, I think there's always going to be issues there, and to think it's going to be 100% perfect or anything along those lines, you're 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 just you're just being silly, and you just come on. All right, what what about these two scenarios? I saw two things I really have never seen before. One of them was super. They were both super weird. The punt that allegedly hits a wire and like deflects off the air, and they can't find a camera angle to show you where it hit because. Why would there be a camera pointed up in the air at nothing to, to capture that? That was kind of weird because th- their next option was, do we redo this? Do we not redo this? Is this just the way it is? And I guess in theory, both teams are playing with the same wire up there. So those are the conditions. And it's just, that was kind of strange. And then the whole the whole redo of like the nobody heard the ref running on the sideline to call like to stopping the game. And they get a whole playoff. They get a stop on the play. And then they're like, we're going to redo this. I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen a solution to a, a, a problem like that where they were like, no, 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 no. I, I called it dead despite nobody hearing me calling it dead and the play still playing on. We're going to redo that down. It's like, you can't where what sport averages is like, we're going to redo it. Like that doesn't happen. You play off of what the results were. That that's that, that was kind of weird for me. I I'd never seen anything like that. I'm wondering if you have, we just saw it recently in the, uh, one of the college uh, semifinals, uh, the coach wanted a timeout. He called timeout. The uh, and the, the the referee was able to get it. And there was initially some, hey, like he didn't get it off in time. You know, we 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 hiked it before the timeout. But the and I got to imagine the rule has got to be pretty similar between college and, and the NFL. It's when the referee makes the decision it's kind of his judgment call on whether he you know got the timeout or got whatever the call was before the snap happened so i think just because no one heard him doesn't mean he wasn't making the call i don't know how no one was able to hear him but you know that that makes sense okay this this play was negated it's not really not exactly a redo because it just never happened but the punt one it's like, how did that happen? And if it did happen, how does that not happen all of the time? It was definitely a, a, a poor punt. So I don't know if it was just compounded. But for that situation, I thought it was funny because then there was a penalty. So if it did hit the wire and they confirmed it, it was going to be a legitimate redo, which to me is just hilarious because this is the like the game before the Super Bowl. Like It does not get any more intense like the stakes don't really get much higher until the Super Bowl in any sport, like the most amount of money, the most amount of people are watching. And the solution is the same thing you did at summer camp when you couldn't quite get it together. And it's just, uh, just, just redo it. Okay, fine. Just like the, the, the easiest, 
most like childish solution. With with, with all of the committees, with all of the officials, with all of the eyes on this, we've got New York, we've got everybody is is keeping an eye on this stuff, and yet. I, it, look, it's a unique situation. I, I I don't know if that was the right solution, but it certainly didn't seem fair to all the teams involved. But so be it. Uh, all right, that's enough of the of the, the refs here. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more worthless stuff, like the Pro Bowl week and the events going on there. I mean, wh- why am I going to watch this? I'd rather rewatch like Tom Brady's Pro Bowl stuff from twenty years ago. You watch Tom Brady's Pro Bowl stuff from twenty years ago. I'd rather watch that. <laughs> I saw some highlights today. It looks super young. It's crazy. I think it's like the, I don't even know what year it was that he was there. Was it even uh, Pro Bowl stuff or what was it? It had to be a summer stuff or something. I, he was doing like uh, uh, the throwing contest stuff. Like he was aiming for targets, I think. Yeah, that sounds like uh, that sounds like the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but when, what year was he doing that? What year, what year was he not? Like every year, you can't go if you're in the Super Bowl. No, well, remember before it used to be uh, after the Super Bowl. It's only been uh, you know, that's the what past it was. Okay, that makes handful sense. of years that they uh, made it more. They made it the, the in between. Well, they've made even more adjustments this year. This isn't even a game anymore, right? These are mini games or mini contests or completely unrelated to football stuff, right? Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. So uh, I'll go through the uh, list and we'll see if there's anything that catches your uh, your attention here. Uh, they're doing the dodgeball again. Uh, offense versus first defense. Yeah, that's cool. There's going to there's going to be a uh, there's calling it a lightning round. The first event is called the splash catch. Teammates pair up from each conference and will toss water balloons back and forth from increasing distances. Uh, the next one is uh, lightning round high stakes. You attempt attempt to catch punts from the jugs machine. And then the last one is Thrill of the Spill. The remaining players from each conference will aim at targets attached to a bucket hanging from the head of an opposing conference's coach. The first team to dump the water bucket on the opposing coach wins uh, points. Because for some reason, all these need points, and there's a final winner and everything. But, yeah, so that's uh, that's the lightning round. So basically summer camp. Next event is the longest drive. No. No, Will. It doesn't have anything to do with football. It golf? is the longest drive. Is that golf? Like, you know, legitimately golf. Yes. I was, you know, you were kind of like, okay, with the first couple. It was like, all right, these are at least football athletes doing athletic stuff. And it's if, if the guys bring the enthusiasm, this would sell great. And you know what? This is already better than the Pro Bowl game, right? This is, like, significantly better. I could mock this all I want, but it's so much better than that game. That game was unwatchable. This is a way better solution. What else we got? So now we go to precision passing. Exactly what it sounds like. Kind of sounds like you were just talking about with uh, with Tom Brady. Uh, then there will be a best catch. So try to make a you know a cool a cool catch. And so that all happens. I think a lot of that's like pre-recorded and but that'll be on on, on Thursday. And then on Sunday there'll be the best catch final. There'll be the gridiron gauntlet which is a side-by-side relay agility course. There's a move the chains, which seems like it's kind of like uh, like some sort of strength, you know, pulling against each other, like tug-of-war. There's kick-tac-toe. So you get the punter, the long snapper, and the kicker to play tic-tac-toe against each other, and then there will be a uh, flag football game at some point. 
It's it's all fine. It's not it's not you know this all seems like these could be YouTube videos I could watch in my free time at any point in time and they would be fine as background stuff and maybe not something I'd ever give the main attention to but I'm sure something cool will come out of this. It's not it's better in the game though, right? Like it's it's better in the game. I I wonder I wonder if other sports should be doing more stuff like this. Like is this better in the dunk contest? Any of this stuff? No. Not even a little bit. Not even if it was NBA guys doing any of this stuff. No. No, you're still out on it. All right. Well, I'm. See, for me, I'm. The dunk contest is cool, but I think the dunk contest is better. Like not in the NBA. Like it's better when I watch like Team Flight Brothers on YouTube do that, and that's way cooler to me. But sure. All right. If this is your thing, that that's that's all right. Well, that'll be on Sunday. There's not going to be any other football games going on. So I guess you should. Either prepare for some of these wacky games, or you better be ready for some good NBA games. We we had a couple this past weekend. Is there anything else you want to get to about the Pro Bowl? I, f- I feel like like that's it. Like right. I, I was I was I was I was thinking very similar to you of pretty much. There's no football this week. We got to wait two weeks for the Super Bowl. But luckily, they they, they invented other sports. You, you don't have to watch this. There are so many other opportunities and things on. And specifically, I was thinking like, well, there's definitely going to be NBA and there's going to be college games on, and I will easily pivot to that. No problem. I had a great Saturday this Saturday that uh, was the first no Saturday with a first Saturday with no football. It was a good Saturday. I, I had I had fun. <laughs> was, uh, there was a Lakers Celtics game that man. Do we are we just going to spend this whole podcast talking about officials and referees? I mean, for me, this was an easy call that I I thought they they could have called. They probably should have called. It absolutely was a foul. What I don't understand is that. <laughs> LeBron's talking about how his reputation is costing him certain fouls, but yet his reputation cost didn't cost him a technical foul, which he he could have been thrown. He would have been thrown out of that game. Anyone else reacts to the end of that game, they get tossed, and and that's that's the privilege that he gets. And I don't understand if, why he thinks that the privilege allots him that sort of stuff, but not the calls. It's like, dude, we're we're doing everything we can for you. They missed the call. It really sucks. It clearly was the right answer that you got fouled there, but the reaction after could you get any more dramatic i mean could you do it any longer too it's like it continues stomping around looking up at the jumbotron to see that you're on it then dropping to your knees head in your hand and then the so dramatic and over the top and then the the sulking on the bench of just like the like disbelief as if like something awful just happened like no one has ever had a call go against them ever no, no, no. It's also, this isn't his first game. This wasn't the NBA Finals either. Like, what the hell? Why the hell is this suddenly so important to this game? Like, LeBron hasn't cared about a regular season game in so long. This is just shocking to me. Like, he just wants to beat the Celtics that bad? I I think it was just he wanted to prove to himself that he could still be arguably the best team in the league. And and they played good enough, too. They had a chance to. You know what else? They still played in overtime. They still had a chance in overtime. It might have been it went a little bit smoother if they didn't start down one point. Because Beverly walks out to the sideline with a camera to show the referee that he clearly was fouled. Zach, how many times has the referee ever changed the call? They don't change the call. And you know what they really don't like is to be showed up in that fashion, which is very much a, I'm going to show you up. Like, I, I know I am hurting my team right now. We're going to start off down one nothing because I want to do this. I promise you if that referee could have made that point add to the end of regulation, he could he would have if he could have just done it and just said, "You know what? Yeah. Screw you guys. There's point 1 seconds left on the clock. You got a technical for coming over here like an idiot with a camera thinking what? 
Like, what do you think is going to happen? What are you proving on this? Like, this is, if anything, this is just to gain more attention. Like, I don't know why these guys want so many spotlights on them for losing games in such fashions, but you know what? Sure, have it. Have it, man. I just, th- to think that it all came down to that one play and that they lost the game on that is, is fair, but it still went in overtime. Like, you had five more minutes. You could have still com- competed in this game. It's just so, so whiny, so over the top, and, and just... It's not a. It's a regular season game. Like even if the Celtics lost that way, and we got if you if the foul goes there, LeBron makes the free throws. Are you like, oh man, what a what a terrible way to lose? It's like yeah, that's a tough way to lose, but like it's just a regular season game. Like this isn't a finals. This wasn't a playoff loss. This is nothing. This is like a rivalry that was not even a rivalry anymore. It was a rivalry thirty years ago. It's it's not the same. What are you talking about? It's it's still a rivalry. All right, fine. I'll give you a wait until twenty ten. There there's a little bit more noise there. That's not that long ago. Oh eight, yeah. It's it's not yesterday. It's not thirty years ago. It's fifteen. Yeah, between ten, between ten and fifteen. But it's it's not it's not only finals games or what what rivals rivalries are made of. And I feel like I just reminded you what year it was. You're like, oh man, was high school not two years ago? Like, yeah, you done some college and some things after, man. No, I'm just I'm just shocked <laughs> that you're just like playing off like, oh, well, one of like the uh, most premier rivalries in all of sports are just like, ah, no, it's not really a rivalry. It hasn't really been anything for 30 years. Like, well, n- no, I'm, I'm just more shocked by that. All right, like, it's, more of, it it's more of me just kind of granting the, Celt- uh, the Celtics a little bit more relevance of recent in, in saying the Lakers haven't been relevant. It's, it's much more of that is what I'm saying. And that's fairly true for at least the last, what, five years? Lakers won a championship in the last five years. Yeah, it's an asterisk. For sure. It's, it was in the bubble <laughs> and it was in uh, you know October. But it's still, to say, like, I, I think what you're saying is just it's incorrect. That the Lakers haven't been good and that there, this hasn't been a rivalry in, in 30 years. I think that that's got to be one of the, the highest ranked uh, games viewership wise the whole season all right i'm i'm gonna withdraw the comment then how's, how's that feel there you go you got, right, you, you got it. it's gone it's gone it's gone forever zach the biggest laker fan on the show here has shown his support for the los angeles lakers out of the disrespect of my mouth here so there you go that, that's great you know you want to talk about somebody who's actually played some good basketball right now and somebody who i picked to finish uh at the mvp race here uh joel and bead sixers are nine and one seven game win streak Puts on a whooping on Denver the other night. That seemed a little personal. That seemed a little bit like, you know, Jokic can do all these other things, but let's see if he can stop me. And there aren't a whole lot of people that can. And I, I, it's still a close game. This was by no means a blowout. And a, this was not an embarrassing game for Jokic either. He still played very well. But Embiid, Embiid has arrived. I have no idea if this is entirely or specifically related to a terrible all-star game voting of which the fans vote. It's, it's not supposed to make sense, but... It doesn't make sense to me that a guy like Joel Embiid is not starting. I, I just he's having a great year. I I, I just kind of all I want to talk about is is how good of a year Embiid's having because apparently I didn't talk about it enough for some fans to actually vote for him. It's it seems baffling to me. I don't know if it's a position thing too, where Giannis fell in as a center and Durant was a a forward and Tatum was a forward and it's like well where does where does Embiid in there? And it's like well this is all positionless basketball anyways. Like I I don't think we should be. Like, I don't care if five centers play anymore or start. Like, do you? Like, would you care if it was five point guards? No. Like, so no, it's, it's, it's an exhibition. Yeah. So, like, I, we're all pros. It's, it's not like you're playing against the JV team and they're all, like, just taller than you. It's like, no, they're all pros. It's fine. 
I, 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 if that's the reason Embiid isn't a starter for the All Star game, it, is is just not a good reason for me. Or if Kyrie is just having that much better of a year than 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 him, and you think that, look, Kyrie's been excellent. He's been probably the best he's been since Cleveland. Like, is that even like that's easily the the best he's been? I don't think he's an All Star though. His team's not better than the Sixers. So. I, I just don't know what to – I could pin all these facts on why I, I believe this, and yet it still won't matter because it's a fan vote, and, and it's based on fantasy logic, and it doesn't have to be logical. So. That's, that's a good way of, of looking at it because where the all-NBA teams at the end of the year, it's for a full season's worth, not just a half season, and that is by the, the, the media, uh, where the all-star vote is 50% fans, 25% players, and 25% media. So, and then you, you look at the list, the ones over Embiid starting are Giannis, Durant, and Tatum. So you got to take one of those off to be able to put Embiid on. I, it's not supposed to be easy. This is one of the harder ones. Because I don't think you could be the, wrong. The, the players, I think you'd be wrong the players with had Embiid at three and had Tatum at four. And the... The media had Durant at four and Embiid at three. It's not an easy decision to make. It's crazy to me that it's, but it, you know what? It's for the fans though. I'm the only one who's trying to make this matter. It doesn't matter to almost anyone else. So if it matters to me and I'm going to get upset by it, and then I'm just doing it to get myself upset. There's nothing gaining probably, out of this. They're yeah, not going to change the Durant system. Durant isn't going to isn't going to play. So then Embiid is for sure going to make the all-star team. It's not like he's not going to make it. And then Durant won't play and he'll fill in for, for the starter. And then this is all moot anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, another thing I saw that kind of caught my attention. Did you see the Giannis 50 game? That was kind of forced. He chucks up like two threes at the end last night. I did see he hit a three to get 50. So the game's over. There's, I don't know, less than two minutes left. Maybe. Giannis sprints up the court and he chucks up a three, which I thought they were going to sub him the next one. And he's like, all right, he's just trying to get, he's trying to get 50. He's at 44. So he hits a three. And then it was kind of like, oh, well, let's be honest, wants to cut like heat check here. Let's, let's, let's let it happen. So he goes up, does a second one. He hits another three. Yeah. Uh, now he's at 50. Okay. I thought they were going to sub him. Like he hit 50. That's the only reason he was shooting three. So let's let him do it. But now he's hit two in a row and, and the crowd's like into it. And there's, there's like a less than a minute left. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, Go ahead. You, we have to shoot it. There's still going to be a shot clock violation if you don't shoot it. So I don't think it was – I mean, maybe it was a little unsportsmanlike, but it wasn't, like, drastically. Like, somebody had to shoot it or it was going to be a shot clock violation. So he shoots it a third time. He misses that one, and then he comes out. And, and part of me is just like, I, I've never seen Giannis uh, care like about – Yes, that chasing. Yeah, it just seemed very – Especially uh, this year yeah. where everybody scores 50 points. Like, who cares? I, I wonder if there was more of a backstory. Like, you hear all these Jordan mot- motivations where he's like, I'm going to get 50 tonight. And if he, like, just mentioned to somebody earlier in the day, he was like, no, nah, I'm going to get 50. And he's like, man, I am almost at 50. Like, I kind of came in with the goal <laughs> of getting it, but now it's actually, like, reachable. I'm and so close. I, 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 I think it has to be something like that because there's nothing in his personality that makes me think that he, he gives a shit about 44 versus 50. Like, he they won the game. He played good. He's still healthy. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Like, that's... That's 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 good. It's just weird. Just weird. Caught my attention. Yeah, thought, you're, thought it was you're, worth you're mentioning. Multi-time MVP, Finals MVP, championship. It just seems more. Yeah, you're right. Like some somebody else. I wouldn't have guessed Giannis is uh, doing that. Yeah. Uh, 
he's still playing great. Right, there's a lot of talent in the NBA right now. One of the hotter teams in the league is the Kings. They're seven. How do you think? How do you think Embiid's going to play tonight? Going against the Magic. The Magic can always be frisky, and he was out and about after the. Well, I don't know about after, but he was at the the Eagles game yesterday. So I got to imagine he was out celebrating with the team afterwards. Well. Orlando will not be playing Boston, which is the only team they own in the NBA. So I think <laughs> Philly will have a better chance because Orlando generally loses to every other team but Boston. And you want you want a stat line here? I'll, I'll give you. Embiid will have thirty five and fifteen tonight. Ooh. So no uh no sort of uh, playoff flu or anything like that. I think if anything, maybe some of those. Uh, Philly uh, football players might be in attendance of this game just for the hell of it, and that's going to boost and beat even more. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, or if anything, I think it's motivating. Like, you know, somebody in my city is going to the championship. You know what I really want to do? I really want to go there. And you know what's crazy? These fans don't even think of a goddamn starter in the All-Star game. I'm going, yeah, I'm blowing up every team now. Like, <laughs> they, It's scorched earth. It's over. So I, I expect them to have a huge game every game from here on out. And then the ironic part yeah. is he's still going to start the All-Star game, like you said, when somebody gets hurt. And it's like, well, is he still motivated now? Like, can we still tell him, like, you know, nobody voted for him again after all this? <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, a couple other hot teams in the league. Uh, the uh, the Kings, man, 7-3 in the last 10. They're third in the West. Sneaky, sneaky team Did you know that they're here. the only team in the West that has a winning record on the road? No. Did The other thing I said, yeah, they're 7 wrinkle. They're seven and three the last ten. They lost their last two. Like this is <laughs> this is a recent <laughs> losing streak here. So I I think they keep relating back to this Sabonis trade, and I, I think it was a winner, right? Like this this was totally worth it. I I think Halliburton's been having an excellent year in Indiana, but I, if they undo this trade, is is there a scenario where the Kings are even relevant? Like because I, I think what they got in. is what they got here. It, it's working. I, I I don't know if uh, if you undo it if it is as successful because I mean I guess Tyrese is, he's been hurt for a little while now but he's having success so it's just like do they need just new scenery like I I just or would it have worked out for both of them this year like they just really put it in in the work in the off season uh, I, I'm not sure it's it's nice to see Sacramento get something right and I just want to point it out they they've reawakened. De'Aaron Fox, he's been fantastic. He got 29 the other the, night. The, just... the whole the whole West is still just just so wild right now where there's two games separating you from hosting a playoff series to being completely out of the playoffs. Not even not even the plan. Completely out. It's two games. So there's still just like a lot of movement that can happen there. And and the crazy part is then you still have teams like the Pelicans and the Clippers where they don't even have guys playing every night. Like they like there's Kawhi and Paul George are just just still oh, taking man. still taking nights breaking, off. Breaking news: Jalen Hurts will not be at the uh, at the Sixers game because he is at the Syracuse game tonight. Oh, all right. See, there you go. I see. I bet they're gonna have a better game tonight. You know, make some noise. Uh, okay. I don't know who. He, I don't know if he's rooting for Syracuse or Virginia. I'm not sure why he's there, but yep. Breaking news for you. Would you like to reduce the expectations for uh, Embiid now? What is it like, thirty-three instead of thirty-five? No, not even. If anything, I don't. I don't it, all right. I I think I should go for even more because I think he'll have more. I just don't want to get too now ambitious. Now he's getting subs. Jalen Hurts doesn't even want to come see me play. He wants to go see college teams play in the middle of nowhere. 
well, he's basically seeing a college team with this Orlando team at this point, right? This is this <laughs> is not far off of a team that could have been still in college. <laughs> the I, I can you explain? I, st- I, I, Orla- I wish Paulo was still at Duke for sure. How is Orlando still owned Boston? Like I haven't figured out like why like what matchups are they really owning us on every one of these games? They just they find ways to just irritate us. It doesn't make any sense. I I prefer not to think about it. I I you know what? Look, if I'm any other team in the league, and I'm I'm saying this very very quietly, I'm watching the film on what Orlando does to beat us, because and what the Bulls do to beat us. There's just weird weaknesses that we have that I, I I can't really describe them. I don't know how we're doing. It's just the outcome of the game ends up never being in our favor. And I don't think after played... last week, I definitely did check the standings. I know Orlando has you know been been doing okay. You know for for them, you know they're doing just what they want to do. But say. Like there's no chance they're gonna be in the play-in game. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to play them like for real, right? Like, I just let me just take a peek here. I'd like, take... I would much rather be playing the Wizards, the Hawks, the Knicks, big time more. Yeah, I don't know about any of that. They're they're gonna be a team though that I think, you know, once once next year kicks in, they they're gonna be the real deal. They're gonna be ready, and that's gonna be a, a scary team to face. That'll be a fun turnaround. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about for the NBA here? Otherwise, uh, I think we're gonna have to have to call this a podcast here. I, there's not nearly as uh, as many NFL stories and games to go on here, so our podcast won't be quite the same. But I don't know. Can we do basketball still? I think we still like basketball, right? We also do this other thing, this March Madness thing. You want to tell some people about that? We're getting closer and closer to uh, to, to to March. Uh, I I was able to rope you into watching a a whole bunch of. Uh, college basketball this uh this saturday did uh did, did it pique your interest at all was it just kind of like hey it was a fun thing to hang out but you know when the nba was on it was better or did some of the things catch your eye well the real reason i don't like it is it's pure amateur stuff and i've watched a bunch of teams that were supposed to be good look like a bunch of amateurs and lose to the actual amateur teams so like that's that's what it is it's fun to see the upsets i, I like watching the game knowing there may not be a, a certain favorite here and that these are very much still children playing and those sort of errors or mistakes can happen at any other time and it's you know what i i say all that i just like i just watched all this weird stuff happen in the nfl games as if that wasn't like some childish stuff going on there as well but you know what it, it does pique my interest but I, it's hard to just assess everything it's it's not on the same scale as the nba where we're all playing the same teams in the same conference and it's 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 certainly more complicated uh that being said you know it was it's a fun day of upsets i enjoyed all of the upsets i'm just rooting for the madness to happen and that's really the my only interest in college basketball it's just <laughs> more madness more upsets so as, well, i don't I think know. you're gonna get it this year because there really doesn't seem to be any teams that are really separating themselves <laughs> that's fine i <laughs> It's kind of like somebody asked me, like, hey, do you like your odds for winning the bet this year? It's like, I have no idea what that would even mean. Like, what would being have good odds for March Madness mean? Like, does that like, – the only odds are that Zach and I likely won't make the same picks and one of us will be really right and one of us will be really wrong is, is generally how it goes. Uh, that recapping – It's all confidence, you know? Just, you know, it's, it's just a feeling. It's a feeling you have. That being said, it would be nice to not have to do another year of consequences. I still need to do the ski down – the mountain shirtless for at least one run i did i started thinking a little bit more of the logistics of this i really am gonna need someone else there with me i mean just the gear alone like you're gonna have to there's a sweater there's a long sleeve there's a, a jacket there's all, all this stuff that i can't just leave at the bottom I, somebody's gonna have to follow me and carry this i think it's gonna be you but that, that's that's my only issue with the coordination of just kind of going out and doing this on my own 
It, it might get warm one of these weekends, and the, that, that may be the day to do it. But I'm, I'm going to need some help, and I can't imagine talking someone else into doing this with me. Like, hey, I need this for one I've, run. <laughs> I've watched TV shows. I've watched movies. That's how your clothes get stolen. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, then what am I going to do? <laughs> I also, I don't want to lose that jacket. I really like that jacket. Oh, I'm gonna ruin my whole day of skiing. Uh, but that'll happen. It's gonna happen soon. And I, I'd like to think that uh, the promotion for it, the closer it is to March, the the more the momentum will carry for us. What's the number we're gonna get this year? We're gonna have more than 200 people. What, what do you think? Ooh, I'd like to get more than 200 people. That'd be cool. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see if we can make it happen. Thank you as always for listening. We'll be back next week with some serious basketball talk and probably some more college basketball talk. But uh, maybe something will happen to this Pro Bowl game stuff that'll spark our interest but uh until then thanks as always for listening and we'll be back column A, little column B.